Welcome to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are your hosts, Stephen and Kyle. And today we are going to do something a little bit different, a lot of bit different. We are coming on the cusp of 25,000 downloads, and by the time this is released, we will have passed it, which is awesome. So thank you all so much for tuning in and telling all your friends to come and check us out. It's even crazier that we just passed 10,000 downloads in January. Yeah. And here we are four months later and have over doubled it. So yep. thank you all for all the support. It's, it is awesome. In honor of that, we posted on our social medias about doing a Q&A. So we've had you guys, we've taken some questions from you all, and we are going to sit here and answer them. So that's what this little tidbit is going to be about. To the best of our ability anyways. Yes. Yes. So thank you to everyone who posted questions. We are going to go through these. Some of them are pretty awesome. And just share them with you. We'll go back and forth. Some of them are specific to each of us. And... um. Others are, we'll just each decide what to answer. Sounds good to me. So to speak. Okay. I'll start off. I've got all the ones from Facebook here. Shout out to all the people that ask us questions on the Facebook page. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Twitter, we didn't get any from, so no shout out to Twitter. We got three to Instagram. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Fucking big ballers over there. Okay. First question. You want to answer this one first, Kyle? I don't know the question. Okay. That'll be a yes. <laughs> Do you believe the Egyptians had advanced tech or help from aliens, or were they really just that good? I tend to believe the obvious answer, they had help from aliens. Yeah, that was kind of a setup for Kyle. Yeah, I, I totally buy that explanation. I'm not saying they were dumb by any means, but I do believe they, they had a little help in hand. I'm kind of on on the fence with this. As far as the Egyptians, man, I don't know. I feel like they were probably exceptionally more advanced than we give them credit for. Now, if that was due to alien training or alien interference, that might be up for debate. But I'm kind of on the boat to where I feel like civilizations get up to a certain point and then they kind of reset themselves. I can like, see that possibility. Like the burning of the Library of Alexandria. Like they said, if that thing wouldn't have burnt, we would we lost a thousand years of like advancement when that thing burnt down. That's crazy. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, I feel like they probably had help, whether it be from aliens or not. I don't know. Maybe it was people from the future, possibly. Well, there's a theory that's what aliens are. Yeah. Also true. So, yeah, they probably had some help. Okay, next question. Do you think that greys are actually aliens or time travelers? Weird. Um, I've heard and read both. I can really see both personally. I... I'm going alien. Yeah. I'm I'm going alien... More so for the fact of that they're creepy. That and the the allegations that come alongside with the Greys. So, if they were people from the future, why would they need to run experiments on us? I don't know. I don't know. I've seen theories where they say that Greys are are just humans from the future, 
like the way that the way they evolved, you know, the brains get bigger, yes. the bodies get smaller. Yeah, because they rely, rely more and more on technology and shit like that. And fuck, Joe Rogan's talked about it several times. Yeah. I'm kind of on the fence with that one. But I'm going to go with aliens because... It's the right answer. Yeah. and I mean, I'm pretty fucking smart. I don't like them. They are creepy. Favorite paranormal movies? Ooh. Right out of the gate, Constantine for me. It's one of my favorites. Never seen it. I know, because you're dumb. That's true. You need to watch that movie. That's true. I will it's watch it. It's fucking that amazing. Um, the most terrifying movie I've ever seen in my life is Fire in the Sky, which is based on the Travis Walton abduction. People watch it now, and it's probably not that scary, and there's no whole, like... There's probably tons of way more extreme shit out there, but when I was about nine years old, my mom and her friend were watching it, and I hid behind the couch and watched it, and I have hated myself for doing that ever since. (laughs) Absolutely terrifying. Another good scary one was Darkest Skies. That one was really fucking creepy. Yeah, the fourth kind. Fourth Fourth kind kind was was pretty creepy. creepy. Um, uh, I liked the Blair Witch Project, which isn't necessarily yeah. paranormal. I mean, it kind of is. Yeah, it witches is. and stuff. The way it was filmed was awesome. I know there's it's really polarizing. People either love it or they hate it, but I love that movie. I loved it. It scared the shit out of me when I first watched it. Um, I loved Cloverfield. I have a soft spot in my heart for kaiju and monster movies. So the whole viral campaign that started that and just the huge creature that we don't know anything about ravaging the earth is totally dope to me. Yeah, my son is totally into Godzilla right now. Yeah, me too. Good, <laughs> good. So, yeah, those will probably be my go-tos. Uh, um, Signs was a good one. Si- Signs was OG. That first time you saw the alien walk by, you're like, oh, yeah, fuck shit. this. <laughs> shit. That was a really good one. Um, what else? See, now I'm having brain farts. Oh, Battle of Los Angeles. Battle of Los Angeles was way better than I thought it was. That movie is fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, the first paranormal activity was terrifying as hell. Um, I also like, uh, Wreck or Quarantine, which deals with virus outbreak and shit like that. That movie was dope. Fucking Independence Day. Yeah, Independence Day. That is a goddamn classic. Uh, Dude, me and Maddox watched it last summer. It's so good. I I have him fully convinced that that actually took place. Fuck yes. That it actually happened. Because he was asking me questions. He's like, so they rebuilt the White House to look exactly like it looked before the aliens blew it up? And I was like, yeah, they did. To a T. (laughs) And he's like, why didn't they tell us about this in school? And I'm like, they're trying to erase it from history, bud. (laughs) I'm creating a conspiracy theory theorist That's awesome. out of my 10-year-old. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I see, you ask this question, and then I have all these fucking brain farts. I'm glad that I did not forget Independence Day, because that, that movie, <laughs> when that came out, man, I was, I was on cloud nine. That movie is so fucking good. So fucking good. It didn't hurt that Will Smith was like the biggest actor of that time. Yeah, and he's fantastic in that movie. Yep. That movie was But God, awesome. there's so now there's now I'm thinking of so many. He is legend was really good. Yeah, I haven't seen that in forever. <clears throat> oh man. And I there's could go probably on, there's on, probably on. a million more that I, I love. 
But literally, I don't know, man. If you haven't seen Battle of Los Angeles, go watch it. It's so good. Yeah. Such I went into that movie, movie thinking that it wasn't going to be that great, but it was dope. It is so uh, good. I even like the Tom Cruise remake of War of the Worlds. Yeah, that was good, too. That was creepy. The noises that they made. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Um... Let me think. I'm trying to think more. Like, I'm all about the Alien movies, but I'm trying to go more on. I know. That's, like, all I've named off. Side. <laughs> Conjuring series is creepy. Didn't watch too many of those. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm a big stickler on anything scary, so I don't really have a lot of scary movies that I don't like, personally. I'm not a big fan of scary. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of funny. Really? Yeah. Anything like that funny. brings enjoyment, I'm pretty much not a fan of. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> oh, what's your thoughts on Hollow Earth? Uh, if you're going to do an episode on this topic, just say so, so I can continue to be overly excited about it. It's one of my favorite theories. Well, that's fucking weird. Guess what? We just recorded an episode on it. This should be out before this episode. So, depending on how we play it, we don't know how we're going to run these yet. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So we won't know, answer it. I know my wife is extremely excited to hear this question episode. So, Hollow Earth, Asker, there is a Hollow Earth episode coming out. Yes. And you're going to be left with exactly where we're at now. We're both not really sure on how that plays out. That's true. Okay, what do you all think of bull sharks supposedly being caught in the Alton area over the years? Totally believe it. Yeah, 100%. Like, it's, it's, I mean, it's proven. Yeah. They got pictures of it and shit. Yeah, I mean, it's weird, but. I think I think it was easily mig- migratable. I don't know if sharks migrate, but easily passable for a shark to swim that far. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah. Um, what's scarier, aliens or demons? For me, demons. Um, the exact opposite. Demons scare the fucking shit out of I me. I couldn't give a shit about <laughs> demons, but aliens fuck me up. <laughs> aliens are scary <laughs> as fuck, but. The way I, I mean, this is the way my feeble mind comprehends it. And I know that formidably I am no match to either one, but I perceive aliens as being a physical being, i.e., I can punch you in the fucking head. Whereas a demon, I'm not punching you in the head. There's no way I'm going to get away with that. So it's kind of, you know, I, I can I can harm this one. And I can't this one. Odds, I mean, odds are I'm harming neither of them. <laughs> They're both destroying me. But in my feeble mind, that's how I comprehend it. Do you feel like those are separate enti- entities? I do feel like they are yeah. separate so entities. So the, the greys are demons theory, you're not. A I demon. don't buy it. I don't like nah, it. Not me either. Um, yeah, way more terrifying than, like, if, if you told me that house is haunted by a demon, is has demonic energy in it, I wouldn't think twice about going in there. Oh, fuck that. I would. But if you said that house over there has an alien in it, that gave me goosebumps just saying it. I would not. <laughs> I'd be like, Kyle, you take house B, I'll take house A. Okay. Because uh, if a demon possessed me right now, they would get in my body and they'd be like, this sucks. I'm, well, like, I'm I mean, getting out of here. <laughs> yeah, we've they all seen deuces. the exorcist. I mean, the demons can do a lot of really fucking weird stuff to you. Yeah. That's true. But and, like, I mean, in in hindsight as well, the demons are always malicious and malevolent, whereas not all alien encounters have gone sour. Hey, I'm just going to leave it with this. Which one has a reputation for probing people? Not demons. Well, have you seen The Exorcist? Yeah, she probed herself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> so, I mean, there are correlations <laughs> between the two. So, yeah, we're both we're gonna be on opposite ends of the spectrum hey, there. At least the aliens will knock you out. Maybe. Or at, no, at the very least, they wipe your wipe memory. Your <laughs> Neither one of them buy you dinner first. That's right. Okay, moving on. <laughs> you you've both grown up around this area and spent time in the woods around here. Have you ever seen or heard the rumors of the Panthers in Greener Jersey County? Absolutely. Same. I've never seen one, but I have. I don't know if I've heard one. I don't know what a panther sounds like, but. I spent a lot of time in the woods, as stated, and I have heard something scream that sounded remarkably like a woman out in the middle of nowhere. So I either attribute that to a bobcat, maybe a mountain lion, could be a panther. Also have a buddy that hunts a lot <clears throat> when we were younger, and he traipses through the, the bluffs of Calhoun and everything, and he swears, he swears that he saw a black panther one day when he was deer hunting. He caught the back end of a rather large cat and it had a long black tail which i mean is bigger than any house cat and if it's not a house cat yeah you're not gonna have any other black cats that would no be a panther no other than the random which i'm not assuming they're around here but jaguars do tend to be black once in a great while and they are migrating but ironically enough i do work in calhoun county they do have a road over there and a creek called panther creek and my dad grew up in that area his entire life, and he has seen Black Panthers over there. He's heard them. You talk to anybody who lives over there, and they all say the same thing. It's not called Panther Creek for no reason. Yeah. And my, so, I remember my dad telling me a story about his dad that they – man, I can't remember. I can't remember if it was a panther or if it was a big wolf. Scratch there's, that. There's wolves over there, too. Yeah, but this was in in and around Otterville. I don't remember. I'll have to get the backstory, and I'll come back to that. <clears throat> uh, do you think multiple alien races have visited the Earth? Do you think they see us as something to study, conquer, or aid? Uh, yes. I think all of the above. I do. And also, yes. Because there's multiple, multiple accounts... Of the study aspect, you got cattle mu- cattle mutilations and shit like that, and you even got human mutilations that could correlate with alien abductions. Um, Not to mention they, what else would the implants be for? Yeah, you know. So they're keeping track of us. Do they want to conquer us? If they wanted to, they would have. Yeah, I agree That's with where that. I feel like there's not, there isn't anything on this planet that they want that they're not already taking. Right. I feel like they're just observing us, seeing why we do what we do, what we're made of, shit like that. And it maybe and maybe it's a possibility that we are one of their science experiments or food sources. Ah, uh, don't put it like that cuz that's fucking creepy. Okay. I don't like that. Do they want to help us? Um I believe that some do. There're way more accounts of them not caring to help us than there are of them wanting to help us cuz you you have some abduction accounts where they tell you, hey, you need to fix this, and you need to fix this, or you're going to die. Your whole species is going to disappear. I just, I think they're more observers than anything else. I do, too. I think they're leaving us to our own devices just to watch and see how it plays out. I, I think that that would come down to more of the race <laughs> of alien. I think, I, I do believe that some of them out there probably do want to help us, but 
at the same time, you also have to take in consideration that a lot of them, whereas they might want to help us, they don't help us because look at how humans live. Look how we treat each other. That's what I mean. Like we, if they were to give, say, the United States the ability, just just the ability to have the spacecraft that they have, we would use it against them. Not only that, but the United States would essentially rule the planet. Yeah. There is no one that would be able to oppose the United States, period, the end. Yeah. So that would be a good reason as to why they aren't giving us too much fucking help, if any. I agree. I agree. Okay, next question. Kyle, what do you admire most about Steve and vice versa? It's kind of a tricky question. <laughs> um, What do I admire most about Kyle? Probably his unrelenting loyalty. You are almost loyal to the people you care about to a fault. <laughs> That's which true. Isn't, which isn't a bad thing. It's definitely a good thing. Yeah. And I am not so much like that, I don't think. <laughs> great. I'm not. That's a great, great future for me. Motherfucker's going to throw me under the bus. I'm just so apathetic that I just don't care. I'm just like, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it's like. I've had important people walk out of my life, and I'm just like, you know what? Shit goes on. Yeah. I mean, it happens. But it's cool to see people that are still, that still hold people close to them to that regard. I try. I mean, we're human and we fuck up, but I try. I'm kind of stubborn at times. Uh, I think what I admire most about Steve is his, the way that his brain interacts with mine. Like, we. We tend to think alike, but not so much so that we're identical. We challenge each other's thoughts a lot and also, like, help me see things that I wouldn't have seen on my own. And the fact that Steve is one of the few people that has pretty much an iron fucking will. Like, the dude, the dude's been through basically hell and back, and he's still kicking. He may not have the greatest outlook on life, but it's going to be fine. Yeah, and I mean everything's going to be fine. You know, you surround your you surround yourself with people that you want to be around and I I hope that I influence his thoughts and shit every once in a while to kind of halfway appreciate the world as we know it. Hell, I'm not I'm not taking credit for it, but prior to this podcast, he was pretty much a fucking recluse. That's true. And just stayed to himself in his house and didn't talk to anybody. I still do that outside of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean you come out once in a while now. You kind of crawl out of your hole. and Which worked out well for the uh, virus. Yeah, Cause I was exactly. Because I've been social distancing for the last, like, ten years. It's not a lie. <clears throat> so it's not fine. Not a lie. All right. Do you think some monsters, quote, are undiscovered species, why or why not? Um, absolutely. That's, yeah, I agree 100%. That is like the field of cryptozoology in a nutshell is undiscovered species. Um, I feel like like Bigfoot, for example, definitely undiscovered species. Um, who else we got out there? Come I on. feel like Bigfoot is possibly an undiscovered species. Or an interdimensional being. It could be that. It could be... Another alien experiment. I mean, it, it, it fucking. What if Bigfoot went extinct and we are just experiencing its ghost? I'm not gonna rule it out. That's why we can't find a body. Not gonna rule it out. Which I watched a uh, documentary 
on Hulu, I believe, called Don't Call Me Bigfoot. It was pretty dope. You guys should check it out. Did you watch that today? Yesterday. Last oh, night. I was just saying it's fucking weird because I watched a documentary on Bigfoot and aliens today. <laughs> yeah, I watched it last night. I mean, same thing. Yeah, so, still Synchronicities. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I would or... agree 100% because if we saw something like, uh, shit, just for lack of a better example, say the, the people who've recently saw pterodactyls, imagine not knowing what a pterodactyl was and being the first asshole to see it, no, hey, nobody's going to believe you. There's nobody on the planet that's going to be like, no shit, you saw a big giant bird that's the size of a, a Mini Cooper or bigger or whatever, and it had no, no feathers, no nothing, but it had a giant beak that could just basically rip you. Nobody's going to believe you, and it's going to be perceived as one of them monsters. But the more and more you find it, the more the more and more we would acclimate to it. You know, imagine seeing a grizzly bear for the first time. Yeah, like a giant no one, panda. Yeah, nobody gorilla. nobody has seen this before. It's it's literally the same concept. It's happened time and time again. Like the mountain gorilla, for example, was considered a cryptid until it was proven, you know, 30 years ago. Right. And there's so much of not only like terrestrial land but also underwater that's unexplored Fuck to the think water. to think that we have found everything is just naive i agree and even like in the 90s in vietnam they were they were even finding large mammals that had never been found before Fuck that. like 100 pound plus mammals that nobody even knew existed outside of the world in vietnam right so most definitely absolutely i, I agree 100 percent uh, do you think the chupacabra is a coyote with mange or something more? Ooh, that's a good question. That is question. a good question. That's a tough question. Um, I feel like some of the quote-unquote specimens, the bodies they found, are probably a canine with mange, but some of the recorded attacks, I don't feel like they correlate with what's being put out there. That's exactly the way my brain perceived this question. It was it was how exactly what form of chupacabra are we going with here? Are we going with the photographic evidence? Are we going with the actual claims yeah. of the chupacabra itself? Because if you see if you see the bodies they find, they they look exactly like like what you stated, a coyote with mange. But then you see the uh quote unquote victims of the chupacabra the the goats and the chickens that have their blood completely drained yep. from these weird circular holes God, the animal that you have laying on the ground did not do right the same to the prey you know what i mean right exactly no i i back that 100 percent. that's exactly the way my brain was interpreting that question so you don't so it's not I don't think it is a coyote with mange. I think some of the pictures we see are definitely a coyote with mange, but I don't believe that that's what the attack is. I don't think that's what the chupacabra is. Agreed. Um, both of you, what is the most personal... Ex Let me start that again. <clears throat> both of you, what is the most personal paranormal event you've experienced, as in a vision of a loved one, a haunting from one, or deja vu with one? Um, I'll start that. This is... One I don't think I've talked about on the podcast. My dad's dad, he was my grandpa, my grandpa Ed. Uh, he died when I was five, I think. A little bit older than that. But I was pretty close to him. He always thought that I was so smart. And I'd always go and we'd talk about dinosaurs and shit. But 
he, whenever I'd go over there, he had this old ass metal detector that he would let me run through the flower garden and he would always go out and bury pennies for me to dig up. So after he died, I would wander around the house here and he wore a very specific aftershave. Like it stood out and I would sometimes smell him in the house, smell the aftershave, right? which wasn't around. And I would tell my mom, you know, grandpa Ed's here. I'm smelling. But the penny correlation is even still to this day, I will find pennies in the most unopportune face or places heads up. Like I'd went in and I'd made Maddox's bed, you know, and it was, it was all made up perfect and then the next day I would go in there and there would be a penny face up on the bed. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, because I, I knew I made it. You know, I took his comforter and flipped right. it out and tucked it all in, and I went in there the next day and there would be a penny. So that's kind of personal. Yeah, that's cool. And that's really the only one I got going for me. And I'll still find pennies here and there, and I'll be like, man, just looking out for yep, me, you know. Still, still hanging <laughs> out. I think as far as that goes, I've talked about it before, and it – it's not so much like seeing anything. It's more of a, like feeling something. But like I said, I've talked about it before it, in regards to basically a brother who passed away. Um, oh yeah, I, I was about that too. I was driving driving home from work one day, and I, I had a long week. I mean, I was so distraught over this that I had a hundred and four temperature. I mean, it was just, it was hard on me. And I remember driving home and a song came on and I remember thinking to myself, I may even said it out loud. I said, Ernie, this one's for you, brother. I miss you and I love you. And then no sooner did those words come out of my mouth, I had this, and I've never felt like this before in my life. I I couldn't, I, I can't even, I can't even fully describe how I felt, but it was, I have never been so at calm and peace in my life. It was like sheer cl- like clarity. Like I, it was almost like I could literally feel it running through my body. And I kind of took that as imagining him putting his hand on my shoulder and telling me, Kyle, I'm fine. Everything's going to be okay, buddy. I miss and I love you too. I mean, it was just so, so intense and calming at the same time that – I have to believe that it was him telling me that, you know, I'm okay and that I love you. I don't know. It was like, even to this day, it still gets me emotional talking about it. It was, it was something else. I I mean, I just don't know. Yeah. That I didn't have a paranormal experience regarding what we're talking about here. People that know us in our close circle know that we lost a buddy about, man, it's like 11 or 12 years ago. Yeah, More than that now been a long time that's crazy but it was a big uh traumatic emotional impact on all of us up to that point we were all invincible oh yeah you know we were all running and running in the circle just doing whatever the hell we wanted we didn't care about anything and then when ernie died it was like a punch in the face oh for sure life is real and life like you're not in control of it. Yeah, and he was the most invincible of us all. Yeah, if you if if out of the whole group you would have told me that he would have been the first one to go, I would never have. No, no, you know it's just I didn't have a paranormal experience, but I don't know if it was my brain 
from that's still probably is probably one of the most traumatic events of my life I, as far as shaking I think shaping I feel, my life. I think I feel the same about it. And I remember it was months after. It may have been a year after. I was at the mall in Fairview. And me and I was there with the boy's mom, my kid's mom. And we were just walking around. And I swear on everything that I hold firm that I saw him in the food court. I know I've talked about it before, and it was to the point to where I I almost walked up to this kid, you know, because like if you knew Ernie, you you could hear him, you would see him, and you would know like he just had this presence about him that was it was just Ernie, you just knew. Yeah. And everything from the kid's mannerisms to the way he dressed to his tall, lanky stature to the way he laughed, I'm like. It caught me so off guard. I was like, holy shit. You know? Yeah, that would have hit me hard. And I was walking over there, and the boy's mom's like, it's not it's not who you think it is. You know, I probably would have started crying. It's not who you think it is. And that just, I don't know, it just stood with me. I bet. For a long time. I can only imagine. Because you know, you know he's gone. But then you sit there, and when you see something that reminds you so much, you're like, well, maybe not. No. Maybe so, but it wasn't paranormal or anything. It just, it still hit you. Yeah. Moving on. This one's directed to me, Steve, you openly speak about not being religious. How do you believe in ghosts and the paranormal without having faith in God? Especially when it comes to residual hauntings, it seems like maybe that person's solar consciousness is remaining. Uh, that's coming from an atheist. Um, you see, I've, Brought myself, I've been at war with myself for this, about this for a while now. And I feel like it boils down that to have a consciousness, you don't have to be religious. Those two things are totally, should be totally separate of one another. Um, As far as the soul goes, I feel like we are all made of energy. And when that energy escapes from our body, it doesn't just dissipate. You know, yeah, it doesn't go forever. away. It goes on forever. Residual energy, I feel like, could just be caught up. And I don't know. I feel like if you, if you think that to have a consciousness, there has to be a higher power somehow pulling the strings behind that consciousness. I feel like you're just kind of miss missing out on being alive. Really, you know, I don't feel like they have to go hand in hand. Like me being self-aware of myself, it doesn't have anything to do with God or with heaven or with hell or anything that goes with it for that matter. Um, I don't know. I, I, like I, I would agree with you. I, like, get torn it, I get torn on that conversation because I've asked myself that question many times before. How, fixing my chair here. Well, in, in regards to ghosts especially, like... Like you're saying, I think ghosts could fully be chalked up to energy. Like if you had to look at it from the parameters that you're looking at it from, you know, I, I would I would agree that it, religion has nothing to do with the the ghosts at all because literally it could all be energy, whether it's the residual or poltergeist or whatever. Even yeah. even if it's for a description, conscious energy, you know. It, it's still fucking energy. It doesn't mean that 
the souls involved. Yeah. I just, <clears throat> I don't know. No, I just, I just don't feel like there's any correlation between the two, you know? Like, I feel like the question, the question is hard to answer because I don't put the two in the same field. Right. No, I, I can see that. <clears throat> Good question, though. Excellent yeah, I mean, question. I believe and I don't, I don't necessarily link them. So, yeah, I just don't feel like they go hand in hand. I feel like if you proved, if you prove right now that God didn't exist, do you think ghosts are going to go away? You think the paranormal is going to move no. away? No. I feel the same way. If you could prove right now that God did exist, is, is the does that negate the paranormal? Nah. I just don't feel like they go hand. They they are not. It's apples to oranges. Religion and the paranormal. Uh, given the opportunity, would you go attend a sermon to summon a demon or a ghost? Nope. Neither. Uh, fuck. Maybe a ghost, but I would never do the demon thing. Not especially not trying to summon it, dude. Fuck that. No, mm. no, 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 no. See, I'm I'm almost the opposite. I almost when I think of summoning a, summoning a ghost, I think of Beetlejuice. You know, like where they're <laughs> where they're like all they're trying to do at one point is just just be at peace, and they they're doing the seances and shit. Right. And... Hey, Hollow Cult. The weather's getting nice, and you know what that means? It's cryptid hunting season, and the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tacovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have... Crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's re- it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Demons, on the other hand, if they exist, they're assholes anyway, so fuck it. Yeah, I'm not fucking with them. Like, if, if I had the opportunity... Poke like if, the bear. Like, if somebody gave me an option, like, hey, Kyle, well, you could come over and we could talk <laughs> to Ernie again, and there's no negative effects of, of talking to him. It's just we figured out how to reach out and talk to you know, the ghost of Ernie, the the passing, whatever. Or or we can go a little more interesting route and try to summon a demon and see where that goes. Well, I'm gonna go I'll just talk to Ernie. I mean I'm, see the thing, I'm not yeah. gonna fuck with I'm not gonna fuck with this asshole over here. I'm just gonna <laughs> talk to Ernie, see how he's doing. 
and go about my merry day. It makes me think of Ouija boards, you know, like like the whole stigma behind Ouija boards. How do you know if you're talking to who you think you're talking oh, to? Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's why I'm kind of not sold on doing either one of them. Be, I mean, so, if, if you had a, a cut and dry, like there's no misinterpretation here and it was ghost or demon, yeah. then okay. <laughs> no but, one composes the other. Yeah, but we know damn good and well that that's not always the case, that you know what I may think and perceive as Ernie is not actually Ernie. So if I get a Ouija board and we do a, like a no, Facebook Live. you can do it. All right, copy. copy that. <laughs> um, what's your biggest fear of messing with the paranormal? It following you home, it possessing you, it harming your loved ones, or destroying your personal belongings? Uh, definitely my loved ones. Yeah. Don't I don't care what you do to me. Uh, if you follow me home, pay rent. Yeah, no um, doubt. If you mess with my personal stuff, I'll probably be pissed, but all personal stuff can be bought again. Just don't fuck with my kids. I would agree 100%. <laughs> uh, if like messing with that messing with that stuff is just asking for trouble anyways, but like me and Steve, we're we are kind of soldiers, so to speak, where like I could easily see me and him getting into something and say something decided to fuck with me and him. Me, we can deal with the lost sleep, with the the knocking over my Mountain Dew or the monster on the coffee table, whatever. We can fucking deal with that. But the second that it transfers over to our children or my wife, I'm gonna have a fucking issue with that. Yeah, and I'm not okay with that. And now that, that that would bug me and hurt me a lot. Because I've thought about it before, if my house is haunted, if it's just chill, I don't give a shit. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. No, you know, come hang out. I don't do anything. Yeah, see him once in a while, whatever. Just don't, don't, just don't try to do one of them pop out of the fucking corners and scare me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have either of you experienced a shadow figure yourself? If so, oh yeah. What type and how did you? Or how did you and your body react? The mind definitely doesn't always react the same as the body. Um, I, I was just talking about it. I have experienced sleep paralysis, but I've never seen a shadow figure when that happens. I know that wasn't part of the question, but I'm getting there. Um, my sleep paralysis was just... And then every time it's happened, which is probably a handful, maybe double digits, maybe not, it has just been an intense fear. However, I have seen something in my house. I don't, it is a shadow. I do not know if it's a shadow person. As I'm sitting in my recliner, you walk into my front door and there's my living room. It leads into my dining room and then there's a small little cubby that leads to the podcast room in my uh, bedroom. Well, as you're sitting in the recliner, you can look at the TV and you kind of see that little hallway constantly constantly out of the corner of my eye i always see something walking from just heading in the direction of the hallway into the bedroom and it is a dark shadow and it's the same thing over and over and over every time i see it sometimes i'll probably see it once a week and it's oh, yeah. he, he tells me all thing. the time about it and it, it never it never negates its uh path it always heads the same direction it never pokes its head out around the corner it never throws its arm up it's just constantly walking the same path is it a shadow person i don't think so but that's as close as as i've gotten to ever seeing it um my ex-wife has seen shadow of people for a long time she talked about it 
before I was ever like I've always been into the paranormal, but I'd never been I'd never heard of the shadow person uh, theory. And she had talked about it before I ever looked into it. Yeah, because she saw Hatman, didn't she? Yeah, quite a bit. We from when she was younger to when when we were even married, like it had it had plagued her for a long time. That's fucked up. Uh, I've seen what I would dub shadow people, but it's more or less like Steve's out of the corner of your eye. And I don't, I don't really see it at home or anything like that. But the other night I just literally told Steve about this earlier, how the last time we recorded, we were outside talking. Cause I think that was the first time, first or second time we've been together since the no, stupid was the COVID. First time. Was it? Yeah. Since this COVID shit. And we were just out there bullshitting for fucking ever. <laughs> but I, the whole time we were out there out of the corner of my eye toward the graveyard, I constantly felt like I was seeing something run past my peripheral vision. You know, it wasn't like a constant thing where it would have been like a a flag blowing in a street light or something like that. It was just every once in a while it'd just be... And I'd be like, what? And I'd look... I wouldn't say nothing, but I'd look over and be like, there's nothing over there because the moon was out that night. You could, you know, you could see shit, but... I don't know. It was it was fucking it was weird. I wouldn't say that I was petrified or anything, but thankfully I've never seen him in my house like peeking around the corner or anything like that. Yeah, what like I said, what I see is this just it's just the same thing. It's just shadow moving from one yeah, section to the other. That wouldn't bother me so much as long as it was like a, a repetitive thing. You where, get used to it. Yeah, I mean it was just be like whatever. Um, Steve, while hunting in the Green County area, my mother, myself, and other family members have heard skin drums in perfect rhythm. Have you ever heard anything like that in your years of being in that area? Uh, me personally, no. But anybody that knows me knows that I collect and preserve uh, Indian artifacts, arrowheads, axe heads, stuff of that nature. I do remember coming home one day when I was in high school, and I have these big grinding bowls. Some people call them medicine bowls. They're just big um, chunks of granite that the ancient Native Americans used to grind corn or any other grain, I'm assuming. Anyway, I come home and all of my grinding bowls are out on the front porch. And I'm like, well, that's not cool. And I come in and my dad's sleeping on the couch and I'm like dad why are you putting all my artifacts outside and he's like I was woke up today by the sound of Indian drums so they're staying outside and that's my story I've never heard them but my dad has so there might be something to it I've heard heard him before but we've talked about that before on the podcast I've only heard it one time in my life and I still can't say that it wasn't attributed to the original Jumanji movie (laughs) I have I no it, idea. I, was. I was little. I was I was young. I don't even remember how old I'd been. Maybe twelve or thirteen. Was out in the woods with my BB gun, and I remember hearing drums, and I just remember getting scared and taking off running back to home. And then I've never heard them since. But that's crazy. So like I said, it could have been my overactive overactive imagination, quite possibly. I don't. Did you get chased by a stampede of rhinoceroses? No, unfortunately, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's the weirdest thing each of you have encountered while being in the woods that made you leave? Okay, I've got a weird story that I haven't told very many people. Um, When I was young, probably in junior high, I would traipse through the bluffs of Jersey County all over the place. My grandparents owned quite a bit of acreage, and I would walk it all the time trying to find new places and just new places to hang out, wander around. And I was up in this valley kind of... 
mm, south of their house, I guess. And first thing I stumbled on was an old campsite that someone had been camping up there, which was weird. Not paranormal, but weird. Right. It was half of a tent, and there was a coat, and there were some cans. And it had been up there a long time. Like, I wasn't in, worried about my life or whatever, but it made me wonder who was camping out on my parent or my grandparents' property. Yeah. Being sneaky. For sure. But I walked into this valley, and there was this ring. Like, this earthen ring. It was probably um, 15 feet in diameter. And the outside of the ring, the earth was raised up probably six to eight inches it almost looked like a fucking nest and as I'm, I'm like man that does not look right and as i started kicking the leaves and stuff out from the middle i kept finding bones i would find like hmm. raccoon bones and it was full of it they look like like in my brain my seventh grade brain i'm like this is a damn bigfoot nest 100 percent big makes nest. sense I was just snacking on raccoons and possums and just letting it go. I, to this day, don't know what it is. Don't know what it was. I haven't been back to check it out. I might not even remember what valley it was in. But it had stuck with me for a long time because it was something out of the ordinary. I don't know what else would make something like that that big for any purpose whatsoever. The only thing I, because I first thought maybe like a big ass pine tree had once stood there and all the needles and the leaves and shit falling off of it could have created. Right, yeah, yeah. But there was no stump, there was no tree, and it was just kind of in this clearing. It was weird. That's fucked up. I don't know what it was. It was bizarre. I think mine would have been the story that I literally just told about the drums. Yeah. That's about the only thing that's ever made me actively leave the woods. Um. Steve, what worried you most about your son seeing and having his encounter with the aliens that you spoke about before? Uh, the worst feeling was that I couldn't do anything about it to protect him. It's weird when you have something... It's bad enough when you have something messing with your kids, be it bullies or you know, just everyday stresses, but it's worse when it's something that you don't know what it is or how to fight it. That's the worst feeling in the world. Um, I was also worried that it would plague him throughout his life, but as of lately, he hasn't really talked about it there for a while as he was getting older. He had an, he had a thing going on in his mom's house where they were all eating dinner one day and he said he saw a man. It was probably 10 or no, it was probably, it was after dark, say seven or eight o'clock. They were sitting at the dinner table and he saw, he said a man looked through their window and was just standing there looking through their window. It spooked him enough to the point to where um, his mom called the police. They came over, couldn't find anything. And he still to this day is terrified of windows with open blinds after dark. Like he calls up. me in his bedroom to close the blinds. I don't know if it correlates with his uh, encounter when he was younger. If it's something that's kind of following him around, which I hope not. That's That was what I was getting at. That's my biggest fear that they won't leave him alone still. Yeah, that would scare the shit out of me. Yeah. And then still, if he goes in his bedroom to play uh, the Switch or whatever, he's like, Dad, will you come in here and shut these shades? As soon as it starts getting dark, you close my windows? Hey, man. It happens. Like, <laughs> there's those moments in your life that those things are burned into your fucking brain. Yep. Uh, if you caught an alien or Bigfoot slash cryptid, would you befriend it or turn it in for fame and fortune, E.T. style? Oh, shit. That's a tough one. 
Oh, man. That's a tough one. That is. That's a moral quandary right there. Well, for me, it would be more or less like, all right, Mr. Alien, how the fuck do you perceive me? Like, are we cool? <laughs> is this like from the movie Paul? You know, where they, they get the little alien and he's dope and he just wants to hang out and be your friend? Or is he a little dickhead that wants to put probes inside you and, and shit like that? Then if that's the case, I'm selling that motherfucker. <laughs> I'm getting rich. But if he's cool and just wants to hang out and show me a bunch of neat shit, then fuck it. I'll just hang out, man. Like, I don't, I ain't trying to be that big of a dick. It's it's weird to me because, like, say Bigfoot, for example, if <laughs> if you turn him in, it's almost guaranteed that he's going to become a science experiment. He's going to be killed. Yeah, they're exactly. They're going to take all kinds of tests. Or even worse than that, they're going to put him in a fucking zoo yeah. or some shit. But if there, if there was a whole species and saving one saved the species, sacrificing one for the species to, I guess, go forth and, you know, make them an endangered animal or put in, put in laws and stuff where people can't hunt them and shit. Man, I don't know. If it was just one, I don't think, I don't know. I don't know. I would pro- I probably fuck. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know that I have an answer. I, I part don't know of, either. Part of me would just be like, you know what? I know I saw it. Yeah, it's dope. I'll just let you go. Let you do your thing. Yeah, because if like you know, I perceived it on like a a conscious level, like both even Bigfoot, even Bigfoot could be perceived as being able to communicate with us and stuff, but. If say if it was just like being perceived as you catching a a raccoon in a cage, and that's all it is. Like especially the Bigfoot, I I think I would be more like you and just be like, you know what, like I'm gonna let you go, dude. You let me live my life, I'll let you live yeah. yours. Like we're good. But it would be our luck that we open the cage and he's like, guess what? <laughs> I'm gonna rip you in half now. Cool. <laughs> this is <laughs> not what I planned. <laughs> At least I let you go. This is not what I planned. All right, steak, well done or rare? I'm a medium rare kind of guy. Medium, medium. Uh, I'm rare. a medium. Yeah, medium, medium, medium well. I used to eat them well done. I, I, uh, I make and some. Then I discovered. I make being some, a grown up. I make some pretty mean steaks. Yeah, I call those. Um, I'm pretty decent at it. Killing and grilling. That's right, baby. Uh, if presented with the opportunity to time travel or space travel, which would you choose? Time. Yeah, time. For sure. Yeah. I fuck space. I ain't trying to go into outer space. Yeah, you ain't gonna get probed. No, I'm good. Time time would be cool. Time for sure. Um you have two months to prepare for a battle. Would you rather fight a Bigfoot or a single alien? Hmm. Alien a hundred percent. I can, I Probably. ain't got no qualms with Bigfoot. Aliens terrify the shit out of me. Fuck with my kids. I am punching an alien. In I the think face. an alien would be harder to beat than Bigfoot. You think so? I think so. Well, see, this all comes down to parameters. Like, is it a fist fight? Like, am I fist fighting Bigfoot and then fist fighting an alien? Because I'll choose the alien. But Does the alien have a ray gun? That's what I mean. Like a Ronald ray gun? Like, can he just make you pass out? You know, am I allowed to equip myself with 
You have two months. My weapons. You have two months to prepare. Well, it makes it sound like I just got to train to fist fight. Or. I'm not fist fighting Bigfoot. Or get a tank. Well, I mean, if I have a tank, then I'll fuck them both up at the same time. What if Bigfoot has a tank? He's got two months to prepare, too. Then we're fucked. They come in with Independence Day mothership. Bigfoot doesn't need too much to train. (laughs) He's already physically (laughs) superior to us. Great. So, yeah, I'm going to fight an alien. I would probably... If it it comes down to a fist fight... If it comes I'm the one to, that just said I'll go into a house with a demon before I go into a house with an alien. So what? You're playing the odds at this point. We're, we're just going to pretend for argument's sake that it comes down to just a straight up fist fight because you have too much to prepare. So that's, To me, it says too much to get into shape. So what it's coming down to? Are you fist fighting an alien? Are you fist fighting? And we're talking about grays. We're, oh, I mean, we're fist, not gonna fist fight. I'm not fist fighting a bigfoot. That's what I'm saying. You ain't fucking with bigfoot because he's gonna fuck you yeah, up. Yeah, I can only reach his belly button. Yeah, and then he's just gonna look down. He's and go gonna thump, hammer fist you, and then you're done. So I'm I'm gonna fist fight. Yeah, the gray. I'd much rather fight ET than yeah for sure. Harry and the Hendersons. Absolutely. Okay, what's one story slash legend that has stayed with you and you just can't seem to shake off? Holy That's shit. a good question. Um, mine would be the Dyatlov Pass incident. Um, for those of you that don't know, it's a group of Russian hikers that uh, did not come back. When the rescue party went out to find them, the scene was just beyond bizarre. Um, I'll probably end up doing an episode on it. So I'll leave it at that. If you want to look into it, it's the Die Out Love Pass incident. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. At first, the scene just looked like an avalanche, but then once you start looking into the particulars of it, shit got weird. It is weird. I think one of one of mine that I've and we've actually covered it, and it it plays on both sides of me. Uh, I'll never get over it. Because it's in a dope ass movie, and the fact that the possibility of it being real is even more interesting and more boggling to me. But it's that idea of the episodes that we ran called Predator, where there could actually be beings out there with these cloaking devices that are either hunting us, observing us. But the fact that it's it's weird because it's almost like. They're superior in technology, but at the same time, they're not superior enough to where we can still fucking see them. Yeah, they're like, I'm going to put this cloak on, but you can still totally see it as a cloak. Yeah, like if you're paying attention and you can notice the little variables, then yeah, you're totally going to see me. But That would be weird. It, it's fucking weird. But And I'm also like the Predator, the first Predator, is one of my all-time favorite fucking movies. So I have that going for me too. <laughs> that is true. I mean, <laughs> um, our last one from Facebook is to Kyle. Oh, Would you shit. consider doing an episode on all of your experiences or encounters? A full-on Kyle experience episode. I would listen to that. Yeah, why not? Fuck yeah, I would totally do it. So that's it from Facebook. Thank you to everyone who presented us with a question. You guys are awesome. Thanks for taking the time to type it out. We hope that our answers lived up to your expectations. We're not that interesting. Not really. We're just two guys with microphones. That's it.
Kyle's going to come in hot with some Instagram yeah. questions. We had three questions on Instagram. Hell yeah, three more than Twitter. Whoop, whoop. Where you at, Twitter? Yeah, I don't even do shit on Instagram. All These I people do are just rocking it. Share memes. Okay. Not on Instagram because so, I don't have Instagram. The first question I have is what do you think flying humanoids are? Interesting. What do I think they are? Yeah. He goes on to say crazy videos and mesco of human oh, yeah, figures like, floating through the sky. Almost like witches. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, dude. I have no idea. I've looked into that, and some of those videos are weird as shit. They are fucking they weird. They literally just look like people floating around. I have no clue. Outside of it being an actual human-like being floating around, I don't know what it could be. Unless it's a hoax. Yeah. Well, I'm. I use. I don't want to use that word, but like, if I had to, it could be. Ju- yeah, judging by my lack of understanding of them and whatnot, like I'm going two separate routes here. It's either some type of alien, or there could very well possibly be, in my opinion, some type of occult shit going on. Whether it is fucking the form of witches or some shit, I don't fucking know. Even though the witch doesn't make much sense because the videos aren't like a bitch on a broomstick chasing somebody, you no, know. No, no. So it's, I don't know. It's fucking really weird. I mean, though. it could, it could, it could be so. It could be aliens. It could be some some sort of cryptid. I mean, look at the Mothman. Yeah, it's true. You know? I don't know. It's it's also weird to me that primarily the one that you're talking about is almost. Only in like uh, Mex- Mexican Spanish culture, you know, a yeah. lot of the videos are from South That's America true. and stuff. So I don't know. There, there might be a whole, a whole different plethora of paranormal that takes place that we don't know about. You know, oh, I, I would not doubt it at all. Um, the n- second question we have is, if I remember correctly, you guys both spend a bit of time outdoors. What is the most amazing, awesome thing you have ever seen? Doesn't have to be paranormal. And he's got two parters, so we'll answer that one first. The most amazing, awesome thing I've ever seen while outdoors. Um, damn, that's so hard to answer. Uh, Devil's Tower was dope. I know that's kind of a touristy answer, but when I when we went out west and i saw that thing close up just driving driving to it you see it and you're like holy shit like just i was just in awe of that whole place there's a mystique about it there's a feeling about it 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 was just it was awesome it was just awesome i've never seen it i've also seen a bald eagle close up in the wild which is awesome and terrifying because they're way bigger than you think hell yeah we were driving home from Hannibal, and there was one eating some roadkill on the road. And I pulled my car. He was not moving. He said, I'm going to eat my snacks. <laughs> and I had my car probably not five feet from him, and he was looking over the hood of my car, like looking at me like, Bitch. like you're going to drive over me or what? I'm a symbol of America. Yeah, he's like, you ain't doing that. You ain't doing that. You're going to go to jail. I just kept honking, and finally he just flew up into a tree and let me drive by. I'm like... Did that just even happen? Like, what the hell? But, yeah, those are two pretty awesome natural things. Um, As far as supernatural, um, 
I don't know. I also saw the uh, Space Link the other day. That's kind of dope. Yeah, I missed that too. I don't know. I haven't... Like, the most amazing shit that I've seen would be... Like, there. I always... On my... Where I work, I always go back to the same spots eventually. But there's a spot that we go to and it's got this creek that runs through it. I've sent my wife pictures of it. I don't know. It's just one of them fucking really awesome creeks to walk through, man. It's just got these big, like, carve outs where the water's been running forever. And there's big, what some people think are, like, Indian baths. You know, they're, like, four foot deep little holes in this one little section. And Oh, that's pretty cool. It's just a cool little place that it's just so relaxing to to walk through there. And the water's never, like, crazy, crazy deep. In most of the spots, some of it's you know a couple feet deep, but That's I don't know. Dope. It's it's pretty cool spot just to hang out. It sounds gnarly. Yeah, it is. It's really pretty. And the second part of his question is: Did you guys ever see your podcast getting as big as it is? <laughs> Are we talking about the same podcast that we're yeah. on right now? Yep, that's one. Because um, I just I don't feel like we're that big. I don't either. But I do. It's kind of, I'm kind of on both sides of the coin here. I don't feel like we're huge. I don't feel like, like when I look at our demographic where people are listening to us all over the world, that blows my mind. For sure. Because when we started this, I figured that we would have some of our circles check us out. Oh, yeah. Listen to us and support us. But I never really anticipated it getting past that. And now we have listeners in every state in the United States. We have listeners in probably a hundred countries around the world. It's crazy. Yeah, it's we've crazy only been that, doing it for a year, you know? It's crazy that dude from Australia is like, yo, like we, I spent two hours talking to my buddy oh, about yeah, your I podcast. Didn't, I didn't share that yet, but we'll you have know, to read and, that. Uh, him talking like, you know, maybe sometime we can, I can call you and we can talk about this shit. And I don't know. It's fucking weird. It's weird to think that we got a buddy in Australia. That, yeah, that we fall on ears in so many different countries and people actually tune in because they enjoy listening to us. I yeah. will never, that will never be normal to me. No. no my, but It's awesome. It's yeah. humbling and it is awesome. And I can't express enough how much I enjoy being able to bring you guys this form of entertainment. Yeah, it's it if for is nothing awesome. else, just to ease your mind in the midst of all of this crazy bullshit that we're living through right now. It is awesome, but you know, you, I don't ever fathom it. Like I'm still borderline. Like people will talk about podcasts and shit in front of me, and I will never bring our podcast up in person. <laughs> it's, it's I never weird, do. Right? Like, yeah, like I, I never <laughs> do. I'll, I'll even go out of my way to like people will be like. Yeah, man, I was listening to your episode, and then I'll be like, oh, yeah, how about them peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? I just, you know, and I, you know what I mean? I go out of my way to avoid it. Like, I'm like I'm just like, I'm not a big deal. Just, just talk about weird. cool stuff. Like, let's talk about cool stuff, not dumb shit. Yeah, it's weird. You know, and, but you listen to my wife, and I'm sure Sarah has said it, but like, before me and Steve started this podcast, like we would literally, like I would run into him in Walmart. It would be a three hour, and it would affair. literally be a three hour conversation. <laughs> and fuck, on top of that, 
me and Steve drove to Crypticon last year, which is what a six hour drive for us. <laughs> yeah. The radio didn't come on one time. Yeah, there and back. Because we were just talking. And we were just talking. My wife has always said that like you and Steve you you guys have the most amazing conversations. Like I could just sit there and listen to you guys talk. It probably didn't help that I slept drive all the way home from Yeah, Crypticon. dude. I was I was wake I was dreaming while I was awake. It was fucking <laughs> ridiculous. It was dumb. We should have stayed the night, but I remember. I think the old girl at IHOP probably spiked your syrup. She might have, man, because I remember we were driving back, and we were a little before Fairview, and I swear to fucking God, I was seeing Buzz Lightyear, but I was still fucking awake. And I I remember being like, we need to pull the fuck (laughs) over, because here I was dead tired, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to give up on Steve either. I didn't want to just pass out and make him be dead tired driving. I was already asleep, dog. Fuck, man. It was rough. That was rough. Oh, that's funny. And yeah, that's really all All this is is just stuff that we would talk about on without microphones, behind microphones. Yeah. You know? We do a little bit of research here and there. Probably not as much as we should, yeah, especially me, because I'm not good at that. <laughs> I'm not good at time management. so It happens. But we do appreciate every single every single person that tunes in. If one person listens a week, it's worth it. Oh, for sure. Especially the interaction that we get. It's more than I could have asked for. Yeah, we have the best. We Our little niche group, we have the best fans in the world. Yeah, and like, it's, like, it's crazy that, like... I mean, not the, well, by this time, it'll probably be set in stone. But, you know, we had a small network reach out and want us to, wants us to be a part of it. And just, it's, it's hard to fathom that people, yeah, people that, like, like Steve said, that. that people give a shit about listening to me and him. That people are interested enough to want to, to, it's almost like... For lack of a better term, it's almost like a brand. You know what I mean? Kind of. Like the people want to reach out and be part of what we we are part of. Yeah. It will never... It, I don't think it'll ever sit normal with me. No, fuck no. Especially when we get no reviews way. and stuff and we're like, we could legit be friends in real life. And, like, <laughs> and well, I'm like, I mean, come, on, come on over. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fine. And it's I, and we, you know, uh, I like the reviews that where they're just like, you know, it sounds like I'm sitting around a campfire with buddies talking weird shit. Yeah, or in the garage. Like, or, that's cool. Like, that's, that, that's kind of, yeah, that's what we go for. We don't want to be. We're not trying to convince everybody that we have all the answers. We're not trying to convince everybody that we know shit because we don't. We're in the same boat as you guys. We're just putting it out there. Yeah. You know, we for like sure. weird shit. And yeah, it's interesting. You guys like listening to weird shit. So it's the perfect coexistence right exactly um last question last one of the night of the night it's a decent one to end on i guess um they say congratulations on the podcast i don't remember if you'd said before but what is the reason you two created the podcast oh shit uh because kyle asked me to it's kind of like an appropriate ending for the (laughs) night uh kyle goes hey do you want to start a podcast and i go about what he goes weird shit and i go okay yeah well i mean i've been trying to encourage steve on doing his own podcast for a long time it was too much work yeah well i mean (laughs) whatever but i thought you know steve's steve's a pretty smart guy he's he's passionate about the things he's passionate about i was like he should totally do it and you had a halfway mentioned it a little bit before 
about wanting to start a podcast. I think I followed up with, but it's too much work. You probably did. (laughs) But then the more I got to thinking about it, I'm like, fuck, me and Steve could totally do this. We could talk for an hour every week. Like, because literally, like, and it's not all me and Steve talk about, but more times than not, at least at one point of the conversation of the night, we start talking about weird shit. It's just what comes naturally to us. True that. And, you know, here we are. We're just talking about weird shit with you guys and the, fucking having fun. The dark horse, the variable to the whole situation is that we never th- anticipated people would tune in to listen to it. Right. Yeah, exactly. So that just kind of fuels the fire to For keep sure. going For with sure. you guys. So that's our Q&A. Man, that went a lot longer than I thought it was going to. Yeah, it was cool, though. It yeah, was fun. Yeah, definitely dope. I'm glad. Yeah, we'll have to do this again. I Yeah, well, that could be like a milestone kind of thing. Anytime we hit a mile, like 25,000 downloads is a big deal to me. For that sure. That is a lot of downloads. Better even if we just did it like once a month as like a little bonus episode or something. Yeah, if anybody has any questions, feel free to shoot them to us. And maybe we'll we'll kind of gather them together and do that. Uh, I just want to thank everybody that took the time to write in questions. For sure. That was awesome. You guys are dope. Extra dope. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for giving a shit. That's what it boils down to. Absolutely. It's, It's awesome. You guys are the reason we do it. So until next time, stay safe, stay weird, and if there's anything you want to ask us, just do it.